Okay, so we're starting Daf Chafalif. We are about six lines down. Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Rav. So Rav says, "Bishashi Yisrael Eilin Leregel." When, unfortunately, current events, she Yisrael Eilin Leregel, Einim Tzfufin, they stood. They were so packed together that they were floating. And Rashi explains that they Afraglam Nitalam Meyala Aretz that their feet they were so packed together. Shoulders are wider than the feet. They were so packed together that they couldn't, their feet couldn't even reach the floor. And they bowed. When they bowed, it was a nace that they had plenty of space. They had, and Rashi says that each one, between each person, was Dalad Amos. Um, others say that it wasn't Dalad it means, it means that each person had his own Dalad Amos, not that they were Dalad Amos. But Rashi says, what's the purpose of that? Interesting. You shouldn't hear the vidui of your friend. So it must be Rashi must have held that this was uh, not just, and I know the other Rishonim discussed it, not just on Yom Kippur. Rashi must have held it was just Yom Kippur, but other Rishonim said that it was, all, it was on all the Shalash Regalim. But according to Rashi, if it's Dinim Vidui, so then it would have been, um, okay. And they, they stretched the, 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 the masses stretched behind the base of Kapiris. Okay, behind the uh, Ulam. My Ka'amar, what are we saying? What do we mean? We're saying is, is what do those two have to do? What does the onion Tzfufin have to do with the Achasri Amma? So he says that even though Still, right, so it was packed, and don't think there was any room to spread out, because even the 11 Amos behind the Ulam was also full of people, and yet, And this was one of the 10 Nisim that occurred in the Mikdash. Okay, it sounds here like uh, the Kehanim, like the Bnei Yisrael stretched throughout the Azar all the way. The Mepharshim asked, that how could it be that Ben Ulam Lebizbeach, it's Asar. The Mishnah in Caleb says you're not allowed to have uh, only Kaihanim can be there. So the answer is saying that maybe it was just a Kaihanim, or in that part, they stayed in that part, or others say that if it's, if it's uh, B'maka Mitzvah, then you know, maybe it would be allowed. Like, for instance, somebody had a Tzarech to bring his carbon, so he would come to the Shechita there. So we see that there are situations where Zara would be allowed. Anyway, so what, what are these ten Nisim? Echad me Asara Nisim Shinasu Mikdash, the Tanah, we learned in a Mishnah. Asara Nisim Nasu Vesa Mikdash. That even though a woman might crave, a pregnant woman might pray, uh, crave the basar hektish, and obviously she couldn't eat it, so uh, if you don't give a woman, um, if you don't give a craving woman what she wants, doesn't mean that she's just angry with you, but it could actually be dangerous. Okay? I know Akiva did a bunch of midnight uh, ice cream runs. Okay? Number two, that the basar hektish never uh, spoiled. That in the uh, in, in the kitchen area, right, the, the butchering area, there was no where the tables were, right, where they cut up the meat. There was never a fly. Okay, and um, there was right. It was never a car- it was it never happened, right. Even though we take all these precautions, still we take all these precautions because ain't we don't ain't something on this. But it never, it practically never happened. We're trying to say that in these, in these three, there was never a psal in the Aymer, Why? Why is that such a nace? Because it was a one shot deal. 
meaning Rashi explains that it was cut the night before. Let's say for Oimer and Shtehelechem. Okay, and therefore, so that was number one, it was cut the night before, and the Lechem upon him was baked before Shabbos. So Rashi held that you would not cut it on the day of the Oimer, you have to cut it the night before. And therefore, um, and therefore, once they cut, and they only cut what they needed to go through the, what they needed to produce, the sifting process, etc. They didn't cut any extra. And therefore, it was a nace that they never, they never didn't have enough. That they never, it, it was never possible because then if it became possible, they wouldn't be able to re, rebring it, I would say. Um, and also, it's just interesting, the Lechem Apanim, he says here, that there was no soul in the Lechem Apanim. Again, they would bake Lechem Apanim before Shabbos. So, um, we learned, right, that what happens if it was a, a Shiloh and Yerushalmi member in Shkallam, we asked, what happens if there was a psal? Okay, what would they do? So would they leave the old ones on or not? Okay, Rashi clearly here says in Bavli, that if it would become possible, the Gemara over there says, if we remember back, in, back over there, we said, we said um, that they would leave, the, the, Gemara, the, the Yerushalmi says that they would leave the old ones here. Rashi here says that if, if the new ones were possible, they wouldn't leave the old ones, the old ones were taken off. And it would, it would have been empty, but it never had to happen because it was a nace. Oimdim tzfufin, Okay, so this is the next. Okay, so so far we've had Pila Isha, Sriach Basar, Sriach Basar, Nirizvov, Leirah Kari, the Kain Gadol, Leinim Tzapsul, Ba'emer, Shtelachim, Lachim, Apanim. Right now we're counting those as three separate. So that was number eight. That no one ever got uh, um, um, bid or, or, or damage from a, right? No one got hurt. Failiel from a Nachash and Akrav. Okay, is this now the this only one that expands outside of the Mishnah. So, so the Gemara is going to ask in a second. This is Yushalayim Elam and V'loy Amar Adam Lechaveira Tzarli Amakam Shalom Yushalayim. Another one is that they never said that the uh, the hotel space, right, the living quarters in Yushalayim were too were too cramped. Okay, even though there were other uh, there must have been you know hundreds of thousands, millions of people that came. Still, they never they were never complained. Now, Frakta Gemara Pasach B'Mikdash Vesim Yushalayim. We were discussing the Nisim in the eight. So far, we had up to eight Nisim in, in the Mikdash. We added another two to Yerushalayim. That's not ten in the Mikdash. So the Gemara says, "Ikatarti achri naisa b'Mikdash." No, there are another two. Titan, you learned in a brisa. May oylam like kabu gishamim that rain never extinguish esh shal shal atzei maracha that the fire on the atzei maracha the uh, rain never put out. And and the last one we would say ve'eshen amaracha afilu kol rucha sheba oylam ba'ois that when the smoke that came from the maracha. Even all of the the wind, the gustiest day, boys umina shavos boy, That even if all the wind came and blew, so it would not be mazes mimakaima. The Gemara will explain later that it, it means actually dispersed. That the 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 ashen would move based on the wind, but it would never you know clear it away, never dispersed the smoke. Okay, so. Right now, it sounds like we have ten in Yushalayim and uh, ten in the Mikdash and two in Yushalayim. Frak the Gemara of Suleka, aren't there other Nisim Bahatanya Rav Shamay be Kalnvoy that Rav Shamay uh, learned or me Kalnvoy they changed the gear so that he's from Kalnvoy that Shivrei Klicheres Nivlaim b'Mekayman that the um, broken Klicheres. Now, what would happen? They had um, every. They, they, they had every, every carbon that had to, had to be brought, so they needed klicheres to, you know, earthenware kalim. If they had earthenware kalim, so they would, and they would put the bus or hektish in there. So the problem is that there's bleus in a klicheres. So once it was past the zman of being able to eat it, eat the carbon, 
So then the belius of Nisar would be in the Klicheres. So they would have to, what happens if, if Klicheres becomes uh, Tame? Yishavet, right? There's no way, to, no way to deal with it. So they have to, they have to break the Klicheres. Could be, by the way, I was just thinking that if you remember, we talked back in the day that there were two Lishkais, Lishakais, in, in, the, in Shkalom, one lishka was that they would bring the coins, and the other lishka that we had was they would, anybody who had kalim, they would go and bring it. And it struck me as strange, why did they need so many kalim to make this? Why was that like such a thing? And now, I mean, you could say because of this, that they had to have, they, just, they needed an immense amount of kalim because they, would, they didn't have disposable plates then, right? So everybody, they, had, they needed plates for all the karma, they needed, they needed kalim for all of it, but as soon as, every time it was basically, it turned into disposable. So they would have to break it. That's just a thought. I, I didn't see that anywhere or anything. But anyways, so it was, it was a nace. Imagine how much pottery there would have been. Especially like, uh, there's you know, thousands, millions of karmatas that are brought so that it would be nivla, okay, that it would just dissolve into the ground. Also, that the crop and the feathers of a, uh, a bird, it's an oiler, right? So they would take what they would, the Pasuk says, the hishlich, we take the Meyer Nights of a Hishlachisa Eitzalmas Beach. So they would take it, and we'll see later in the Kachim that they would take the Meyer and the Nights and they would chuck it across, throw it across. Okay, majorly fastball across the other side of the Beach on the east. Okay, so um, it would. So it, it would dissolve right there. So there's parts of the bird that they didn't actually do anything with, they didn't, they didn't burn it. They just would take it out, remove it, and it would dissolve on the ground. Vidisha mizbeach aprimi. Also, the dishan when they would clear off the mizbeach aprimi, the gold mizbeach inside. Vidisha amenera nevalma makayman. Right. So the gemara is counting these as two. Right. We're saying that I. We have two more. We have shivrei klicheres and meira v'noitz of vidisha mizbeach aprimi and dishan menora. Right. So we already had ten. So how are you going to understand? We have a couple more. Now, also, Tesis points out here, and just for for, for those of you here yesterday, I mentioned this in Rashi that. Rashi said yesterday, clearly, we talked about Chumas Hadeshen, that the Chumas Hadeshen was Nivla B'Makaymai as well. The Gemara here doesn't say Chumas Hadeshen of, of the Mizbech HaChitzah, and it only says Mizbech HaPnimi, right? So Tesis is actually brought down. So Rashi, we see, holds like, but Tesis brings down, I saw this morning, Tesis brings down um, that it's a machlekis between the uh, Rav Poyras and the Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam holds that the Mizbech, the Disha Mizbech, Hachitzayim was not Nivla B'makaymai. But the Repairus holds it was, like Rashi said yesterday. Okay, so it's between one, at least one Shita in, in Tesis. But anyways, so these other things were Nivla B'makaymai, so those were the Nesim. So the Gemara says, okay, well, we have to go back into our original 10, right? And we'll say that the three that were P'sul Ba'imr, Sh'te Alechem, Alechem Apanim, P'sul Tlasa Havachashpinu Chichad. We're going to consider those all one. It's Lenim Sipsol in the following three things, Aymer Lechem, Lechem Aponim, but that was all one nace, that there was no Psol in those three things. So, Apik Trey, so now if I, if, I, if I combine three into one, now I have two extras, okay? But I'll Trey, and I'll bring in these two of Shivrei Klicheres, Nivloim B'Makayman, and the Meira V'Neitza, Dishem Zeach Aponim, Dishem Meneira, that are all Nivla B'Makayman. So, Ihachi, Frechting Amara, well, if you're, if, you're, if you're rolling things up, up to a subcategory, so then, these Nivla B'makayma stuff should also be all rolled in. Iachi, Bluinami, Trey, Hava, Chashvinu, Bechad, Chasruluhu. So we can just consider them one. So the Gemara says, you're right. Iganami, Achriti. So we have to add another one, right? So we're taking all the Nivla stuff and saying that's one nace. All the Apostle stuff, Shtelech and Lechem Apanim, and Aymer, and saying that's all one, right? So now we have one extra. So where are we going to get our 10th nace? Tamar, Mishob, and Levi. Nace, Gadol, Haya. 
there was a, a, a great nace, nas of Alechem Aponim, that was done with Alechem Aponim, Silukai Kisidroi. That when it was taken out, it was just as hot as it was when it went in. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Losum Lechem Chaim Biyoyim He arranges, that Akash Prochah arranges, hot Lechem Biyoyim Hilakachai on the day it's taken. And that was a week later. Either way, it was baked. It was baked. Uh, it was baked on Friday, so it had to be nice to even go in hot. Okay, so that's our tenth nace. Now, fracting Gemara Vesul Eka, there's no more nisim. Bamer Ablevi Davar Zem Maseres Biyadinim Avaseinu Makom Arayin Einam In Amida. That if you count, we said that there were ten amas. Uh, that that the Kodesh Hakadoshim was twenty by twenty, and we said that if you we started measuring, and there were ten amas from the wall to the Aron on one side, and ten amas from the wall to the Aron on the other side, which means that the Aron didn't take up any space. Okay, so that's a nace. Bamer Ravanai Amar Shmuel Kruvim Bnei Hayu Amdim. That the Kruvim, now these are not the Kruvim that we had on top of the Aron. Rashi says these are the Kruvim that Shlomo HaMelech donated. They were standing. This is not the tabletop version. This was the standing, right? They, they stood on the floor. There were Kruvim, okay, that were in the Kadesh HaKadoshim. And those also didn't take up any space. Okay, so we, then we see there's more Nisim. Nisi, so the Gemara answers, Nisi Dibroi Kachashev. We're only counting Nisim that, were, that happened outside, that were the things that people could see. Nisi tigavoy lekachashiv. We're not counting Nisim from what, what, what went on inside, um, inside we're going to say inside the Ulam. In fact, to which the Gemara says, well, one of the ten you counted was Lachmapanim, and that took place inside the Ulam. Yachi Lachmapanim nami Nisi tigavoyhu. That's also inside the Ulam. So the Gemara says, Lachmapanim Nisi tigavoyhu. No, we're going to consider Lachmapanim outside Nis. Why? Damarei Shlakish. So we call the Shulchan Shulchan Atahar. Miklal. Right, that's six parsha. Um, right, we just discussed Lachman Panim yesterday. So it said the Pasuk said Allah Shulchan Atahar. So Tar Miklal Shu Tameh. Well, Tar means that it could also be Tameh. It was the Shulchan Atahar, but it could have been Tameh. But Kliyates it is a wooden cleave. Even though it's covered with gold, still it's considered the Pasuk was makishit. Rashi says me call cleates a begadar to say that um, it's considered a cleates usur lanachas. And therefore it's fixed. So it's like machobar lakarka. And it's not tame. Bechol cleates usur lanachas in a makabal tuma. That number one, it's not makabal tuma. And number two, if you had it over a dead body, that would stop the tuma. So what do we see? We see that the shulchan. It's fixed. It's, so if it's fixed, then how could it be called Tahar HaShulchan HaTahar Miklal that it could be in the concept or in the realm of Tumah? It's not true. It's Mechobar L'Karka. Elam Alamed Shemagmiyan Aisei Lo Eile So Elam we see that they used to pick it up for the Eile Regalim. Baruch HaGiga discusses this as well. Look, look how to see how, how much you, B'nai Yisrael, are loved. Shesilukai Kisidroi That when the bread comes off, Lechem HaPana comes off, it's like when it went on, it's hot. Okay, that it is um, So what are we saying here? We're saying that they used to pick up the shulchan and therefore since they would pick it up, they would show it outside. Now, in Rashi over here, so the question is how does this answer, how does this answer what we asked? We said it's an inner. Now, you want to tell me this machlekes in the girsa in Rashi Rashi says, and then there's a, a girsa on the side that says, so whether they used to show it outside or 
or either way, so you have to say there was considered an out, it was an outside nace, whether they took the shulchan out of the ulam, this is machlekes rishayim, and a lot of them say you, you can't take it out because it says it has to be lifnei Hashem tamid. So how could you take it out of the ulam? So those that say that the fact that you showed it outside was, um, was, uh, <coughs> well, the fact that they showed it outside, so it was considered an outside nace, it was, it was seen by people outside, meaning outside of the ulam. They also asked, interestingly, they, they say that if it was, if, if it never left, how could the people see that it was hot? So they say it must have been that it was steaming. The Ritva says it, that it was steaming, that the bread was steaming. Others ask on the Ritva that the Ritva says it doesn't make sense because even bread that's very, very hot doesn't steam until you cut it. So how would they see that? But anyways, I'll come upon him. No, no, but we're saying they would show the table with the, with the, lechem, with the bread on it. They couldn't take the bread off. So they would, they would have to show it, right? The lechem, the, the lechem always has to be on the, the, the lechem always has to be on it. So they would lift it up. Either way, so again, just, just no, it's either that they, they took the whole shulchan outside or they showed it, they took it to the doorway and they showed it outside. Shenemar is a possible, okay, so we said, Vesuleka, I, there's no more nisim. Vamar mikdash. You tell me, again, we're, this is, we're discussing all the nisim that occurred. So you want to tell me there were no other ones. That he planted all sorts of shel uh, all sorts of trees of gold. Well, you might see in Perisayim bizmanam, and they would they would uh, these golden trees would give forth produce golden apples. Okay, Sasema says why did Shalom have to plant golden trees? Because there's a pasuk that says uh, that, that you're not allowed to plant. So you're not allowed to uh, uh, plant trees in Kodesh, and therefore they were golden trees. This is the mythical money tree. This is the money tree. Well, it depends. So it's actually in Machlekes whether what happened with the apples. Did it go to Bede Kabayas or did it go to Kahana? If you say it went to the Ghana, then it was really a money tree. Well, either way, it grew money. The question is who got it? Who benefited <laughs> the money? Okay, we might see in Harry Sam, right? We're all chasing this. We might see in. Right. Okay. Well, you might see in Perisayim as manam. The wind would blow, noishrin. The parrots would, would come off, it would drop the parrots. Shenemar, it says, Yirash Kalavanon. It rustles like Levanon. Yirash Kalavanon, Piryai. Okay, that it rustle. Right? So the rustle of the winds, right, the, the winds would come and blow off the, these golden apples from the trees. Now, that when the Nachum came in to the Hechel, it dried. Okay, they dried out. They, these, these trees withered away. Shneimar it says uperach levanon umlol. Okay, that the 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 flowers of levanon. So we see yirash kalevanon piryai. That's what we're talking about. We for, we said it was these golden trees. And uperach levanon umlol means destroyed. But also hakadosh baruch hu zir and hakadosh baruch will bring them back. Shneimar the pasuk says pareach tifrach the sagel and rejoice. So we'll re blossom and we'll rejoice afgilas beranon kavod halavanon nasimla. Okay, but either way, what do we see? What's our kasha? We see that there were uh, golden apples giving golden, golden uh, fruits over there. So the Gemara says, Nisi dekeviya leikachashiv. That these were uh, nisim that were, uh, they were uh, kavua, they were always there. And we're not counting those. We're counting like, like the smell of the kachim, something that would come and go. Okay, not nisim dekeviya or something that would occur uh, if a woman walked by, a pregnant woman, or the Kangan Yom Kippur, so these are things that come and go, they're not constant. So constant Nisim, we're not going to 
count. Remember, we at, we answered over there that we, we came on to an answer saying there's a difference between Nisi Gavoy and Nisi outside and inside Nisim. So now we're saying that the Aron, you don't have to say that because those were standing Nisim and we're not. When we said there was 10 Nisim, you're right, there are really more. There are 10 that uh, were uh, occasional or situational. Amar Mar. So we said one of them was the Eshan Hamaracha, the smoke, right? We said that the smoke of the Maracha, Eshan Maracha, then the wind would blow to the smoke coming off of the um, uh, burning fire on the Mizbeach, and it wouldn't disperse it. Frakti Gemara, was there Mihaba Eshan Maracha? Was there smoke? Right? We thought this was a smokeless fire. That there were five things said about the Eish, the fire on the Mizbeach. Revutso Ka'ari, it crouched like a lion. So Rashi says that Bimei Shloima, a piece of coal fell from Shemayim, a gacheles, and it was on the Mizbeach, okay, and it's, um, uh, and, okay, it was like the coal produced fire was in the shape of an Ari, like a crouching lion. Okay, Ubara Kachama, and the smoke was clear like the sun. V'yesh b'mamish, it had, it was tangible fire. V'echeles lachen kievation, it would eat, um, it would burn liquid as well. So it couldn't, normally, right, so liquid puts out fire. Here it would burn liquid as well. V'ein amala ashan, okay, well that's, our, that's our question, right? Ein amala ashan, it was a smokeless fire. So how could you tell me that we had smoke and all the ruach uh, ha'elam, the winds would come, and, and it wouldn't disperse. It's not true. So the Gemara says, Kikarminan ba'adahedyot. Says that there was an Eish, yes, there was an Eish Shemayim, but next to it, there was also an Eish Hedyot. The Kahanam had to put fire there. Real fire. And that fire produced smoke. Titania, benos, nubenei aron, akayin, Eish Shalom, mezbeach. Afal pisha Eish, redes ben Shemayim. So it says that specifically there is a, a, a tzivoy that the Bnei Aaron put Eish on the Mizbeach. Afal pisha Eish, red esmin Hashemayim. Even though the fire comes down from Shemayim, mitzvah lahavi min ahedyot. Okay, and there's a mitzvah to, to bring fire from ahedyot. The Kahanam had to bring fire, and that fire did produce smoke, and that is the smoke that we're saying the wind would blow, but not disperse. Like we'll see in a second. Fractigamar avutza ka'ari. So just go when when we asked our question, we said this was one of the five things about the about the fire on the Mizbeach that it was crouching like a lion. Ba'atanya, Amar Reb Chanina Skanachanim Aniri Isia, I saw it. Virevutsa Kekelef. Okay, that we said that it was not like an Ari, but rather like a dog. So the Gemara says like Kasha Kam Mikdashvisha and Kam Mikdashaini. That in Mikdash Rishain, it was Revutsa Ka'ari, and the Marsha explains that the Mikdash Rishain, which was built by Shloim Hamelech. It came off of the Amalchus uh, David. So that is that symbol symbolizes a Yehuda's like a lion. Okay, but the Parsiim, they 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 were they are being they're compared, and you'll see throughout Chas, they're compared to Kelev. Okay, and um, therefore it looked like a Kelev. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> you give me a look. I don't know. Marsha, if you don't like it, speak take it up with him. No, it was like the non Jewish Persians. Anyway, in the Mikdashani, right, I said, I said uh, all sorts of non-PC stuff yesterday, so today I have to, I have to take it to the next level. Okay, in the second Mikdash, was there, um, was, was there fire, right? Is that, was there a fire? Um, how, I... 
Okay, that the Pasuk says the e kaved and not the e kavda, that it's missing the hay. Meaning, there were five differences in the Mikdash Rishon, and these were the things. That's one. Okay, that the Mikdash Rishon had the Aaron Kapiris and Kruvim, and the second base Mikdash did not. So these are the five things that were missing in Mikdashini. So we see one of them was Aish. So what are you talking about? So how could you tell me that it had the Aish? That the Gachelas that came down and it was, it was like a Kelev. What do you mean? We didn't have the Aish. So the Gemara says, Amri, in Miahava, okay, really the Gachelas was there. However, Siula Messiah, it didn't burn the Karbanas, it didn't do anything. And therefore, that's what we're saying. We didn't have the ash, so we didn't have an effective ash. So there was a fire, there was a gachelos that came down. It was like a kelab, but it didn't actually, that fire wasn't able to burn. It was an ineffective fire. Tanar Abana. Sheish ashesheim. There are six types of fires. Yesh oicheles v'ena There's a fire that can eat but can't drink, right? It can, it can consume, uh, it can't consume liquids. V'yesh sheish v'ena acheles. So we'll see, the Gemara's going to go through each one of these six. It could drink but it can't eat. V'yesh acheles v'yesh it could do both. V'yesh acheles lachem kiveshim. Okay, that it is um, able to, it doesn't dis- differentiate between lach and evasion. There's fire that can uh, fight fire. There's fire that can eat fire. Okay, so what are these six? So that's our regular fire, okay, that it uh, encounters liquid and the liquid can put the fire out. Okay, uh, that there's a, fi- there's a fire that only drinks, that is fever, right? That is the cholin, that is a fever. If you have a fever, so you need to drink a lot of water and the fever quenches or, 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 or saps out the liquid of the body. That it eats and it drinks. So that is going to be the elio. Okay, that it lapped up the fire, lapped up the water in the trench. That it doesn't, that it, it treats it all the same and it burns both. Okay, That was the one we said that was in the Zbeach. That was one of the Nisim Achelis Lachem Ki Evasion. So what is Eish Deiche Eish? That is Gavriel. If you remember the story in Gavriel, the Gemara brought down at the end of Pesachim. Okay. Um, it was also in Agadita, So, um, Right? We said that, um, that when, when uh, well, if you remember that uh, when Avram was in the Kibshan Eish, Gabriel wanted to come down. And Kaddish Baruch Hu said, you can't come. I need an echad to save him. Right? So to Avram's miyuchad, and therefore I only have Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to save himself. But as payback for Gabriel wanting to go ahead and save them, he was able to save Hanani, Mishal, and Azariah in a burning Kibshan. Now, Gabriel is a Sarshal Eish. Right? And it was really, if you remember there, where there was a back and forth, the Sarshal Barad wanted to come. And Gabriel said, what's the cause? So the, 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 fire, the water can put out fire? No, I'm going to come as Gabriel, who's a Sarshal Eish, and I'm going to put out the fire for... So that is what we're saying, Eish, Eish, Deiche, Eish. The Eish, Eish, Echelash, Eish, fire that can eat fire. It's not just Deiche, it doesn't just push it away, but it, it can... Echelas, that is the Shekhinah. Okay, that the uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu can put his uh, finger between the, uh, I guess, fiery angels and burn them. Okay, um... That's the kitas malachim that say ma enesh kisis kireno that Kadosh Baruch Hu puts his 
and he's able to burn fire. So the Kodesh Baruch is fire, that can burn fire. Okay, Ve'eshen HaMaracha, so now we're going to go back, and we, we spoke this out before, Ve'eshen HaMaracha, Afilu Kol Arucha Sheba'olam, Ein Mazizis, is something Kaiman, that the smoke that came off of the Maracha on the Mizbeach, so we said all the winds can't move it. Ve'omer Rav Yitzchak, really, Baravdimi, B'Motzei Yom Tava Achran Shachag, what would happen on Motzei Sukkis? They want to know if it's going to be a good year for Parnassa. So what do they do? They will look to the smoke of the Maracha. If it, if it bended northwards, then Aniyim smechim. The Aniyim were happy. Okay, the, the, what does that mean? If, it, if, if it's moving north, that means that the southern wind, the wind comes from the south. Okay, and now it looks like it's going to, right? It pushes it northwards. And what would happen? That the Apeirois, Ubalibatim Atzavim, that the Aniyam were happy, so if the wind, if it was a southern wind, the, the, the Aniyam were happy, and the Baal were at Sabim, why? Okay, because the rains are going to be a lot, and the fruits are going to quickly get, they'll be, they'll be uh, produce, but they're going to spoil, so that means all the suppliers are going to be motivated to move it quickly, and they'll drop the price, so the Aniyam were happy, they're able to get stuff on the cheap. Okay, so if you had a northern wind coming, so then, because that means that the fruits weren't going to rot, so they were going to last for a while. That the fruits naturally would stay. They didn't have good effective uh, uh, preservatives then. They had no way to, to store it. So it was just dependent on if there would be enough moisture that would uh, destroy them. So if it was going to be a good year, they knew that the, the, the wind was favorable for the payers lasting for a long time. So then the suppliers could command the high price, and the Aniyam weren't happy. If we went to the east, then everybody was happy because that's a western wind. Okay, it could bring, brings the right amount of rain and everything is just, you know, we have the right economic mix. There's no inflation. There's no, uh, there's no shortage. There's no deflation, right? It's just everything was perfect. Okay. But if it came from, if, if, if it was an eastern wind, so then everybody was sad. Why? Because then there would be drought and drought's not good for anybody. That means there's not enough stuff. Why would the Aniyim be happy on regular? They would always want it to be cheap. Huh? The Aniyim, well, because it is, uh, yeah, it's like, there's it's, it's a good supply and demand, right? You could buy eggs for 99 cents a dozen, right? So you're right. It, 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 now, if, if you can get it for 39 cents a dozen, you'd be happy. But if the, if, if, well, I'm not saying eggs, we're saying apples, okay? So as opposed to 99 cents a pound, you can get it for 29 cents a pound, so they'd be really excited about that. 99 cents is still a good price, as opposed to $6, because they don't exist. And no, nobody's happy. The Azova Asi, so the Gemara answers, like we said, the Azova Asi Kid Dikli, that it swayed like a deckle tree. The Mivdar. However, it didn't actually, the smoke didn't actually disperse, okay? So it did. Uh, kind of move with the wind, but it didn't, it didn't, the wind didn't clear it away. Amar Mar, so we just have, going to have a question over here, just go back into this last thing we said, Klapi Mizrach HaKol Smechem, that if it was in east, it came, the wind, if it was moving towards the east, everybody was happy, Klapi Mar HaKol Atzavim, it was moving towards the, the west, everybody was sad, Ramino, we see the other way around, Mizrachis Lo'elem Yafe, Maravas Lo'elem Kasha, that we say Mizrachis is good, Okay, so we said copy Mar of everybody's sad. Now we're saying an eastern wind is good, so it's the opposite. And the northern wind is good for the chitim when they are partially grown. And it's bad for the zesim. Okay, so uh, what is good, one wind is good for the uh, tua, 
but bad for the zesim. And the flip, the flip side wind is um, bad for the tua and good for the zesim. It's not shem chaytin. Vam Rav Yosef itemim marzutra v'simanech shalach shulchan b'tzafan. So the, that's why the shulchan was in the tzafan because we see we want a northern wind that's good for the shulchan. That's the grain. That's the wheat. And the menorah used olive oil, so that, that tells you that the, su- the southern wind is good. Either way, we see that the winds are switched around. So the Gemara said, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what does it mean that we said it's good, the northern wind is good for the shulchan, it's good, good for wheat, and southern is good for the zesim? Okay, so the Gemara says, so we see it switched around, so like Kasha, Halon, that it depends on the climate, that Rashi says that the Mizrachis was good for Eretz Babel. Because that was Eretz Lacha, okay, uh, because it already had, it had natural um, irrigation. Well, Eretz Yisrael, Kasha, we said that the eastern is bad for Eretz Yisrael, okay, because of the topography, the Harma Bukais, okay, but either way, what we're saying is it was climate dependent, so depending on where you were, okay, and that's why uh, it switched around. One is, um, the, one, is, one is talking about Eretz Yisrael and one is talking about Babel. So, to summarize. Oh, you did? No, I, I asked the Rav when I should start. He said that I should, uh, he's going to order some for everybody, so. I'll wait, I'll wait. The end. The end. Two minutes, two minutes. Something. Okay, we said that uh, when B'nai Israel, so the first days we talked about when B'nai Israel went up, they were in Sufin, that they were, it was like they were floating, and uh, still when they would bow, Right, even though they were, even though they, the crowd spread throughout the whole Kaparis everywhere, still they, when they bowed, um, they were, they had, they had dalamas, they had enough space, and this was one of the ten nisim that we said There was no fly in the basement of um, There was no carry yom kippur, the kohen gadol yom kippur. There was no psal in the oimer lechem and shtei upon him. Oimer shtei lechem and lechem upon him. That was all one. Oimer sufim we said it was one. That rain did not put out the fire. That the eshen amaracha. Okay, did, um, did not move. And when we said move, at the end we said disperse. That the Shivrei, Kalim, and the Murasa, and the Nights, and the Zisam, Zechapnimi, and the Menorah were all Nivalba Makayma. That was number nine. And number ten was Lechem upon him that they used to, the bread used to come off uh, hot, hot off the press, like it went, went on. It was, it was hot. Okay, and we said that there were two Nisim Yushalayim that Lehizik Nachash Va'akrab, and nobody said that there was no space to stay, even though there were. Uh, many, many tourists. Okay. Um, why don't we consider the Aron Amidas Kruvim, we asked. Okay, because we didn't consider Nisim that were inside. We said, I left him upon him. We said, no, the left him upon him, like we saw, was, was movable. They would take it out, or at least they would show it outside. Okay, or we can say, like the other answer when we asked, what about um, the, the, the golden trees? Okay, the go- golden plants that, uh, that Shlomo planted. We said that Nisim de Kvi. We're not, uh, we're not counting in these 10 Nisim that they were always there. So too, you can answer for these other Nisim, the Hainu, the Aroin, and the Kruvim. Okay, and we said that the Eshen HaMezbeach, um, we said that Ein, the Ein Ruach Meziza, okay, and we asked, what do you mean, how, how well, there was no fire, what, there, there was, the, um, there were, there were um, five things about the, how could you tell me that the smoke didn't disperse, there was no smoke. There were five things about the Marach. We said Rebut Zakari and the Baisheni Kekel in the second bias. We said it was Barak Achama, Yesh Mamish, Achel Slachmikvashim, and Enamala Ashan. So there was no smoke. So we said that um, the Ashan that we're talking about is the Esh Hedyot. Okay, but the, you're right that the fire, the Gachelos that came down either in Meshlemai or in the second base of Mikdash, did not produce smoke. 
okay? And I, we asked, what do you mean? We're talking about that they would look at the end and they would see based on, they wanted to know what kind of year economically it was going to be. They would look at the smoke. So the Gemara says, um, so, uh, right, so they would, so the Gemara answers that, like we said, that um, there, it was the same smoke and there was smoke. We're talking about the Aishel head yet. But bottom line is it did not disperse. So it would, it would lean towards one direction and then we would know economically what it was going to be. Okay, and then we asked, at the end, we'll come back to that, but we asked um, that, uh, uh, that about the directions, right? That we said, how could you say east is, east is good and west, and, and, and west is bad if we have another one that says east is bad and west is good? And we said that it depends where you are, it's Israel or Babel. And uh, we said that the eight Shamaracha was Ravutza Kari in the Mikdash Rishon, like we said. And we discussed that there were six types of, just kind of did it out of order, but there were six types of Eish. Uh, we had the Eish Echel Shesa, that's a regular fire. Shesa Echel, that was like a fever. Echel Shesa, that was Elio. Echel Slachen Kiveshim, that was like the, uh, the Eish Maracha. We said Eish Deche Eish, like the story in Gabriel. And we had the Eish Echel Eish, which is the Shechina. The basic summary of today's stuff.